Good evening, Tiger Nation, and welcome to this episode six, October 1st. It is October, Coach. October 1st edition of Tiger Talk. This is our weekly Hattiesburg High School Tiger Coaches Show from Walk-Ons Bistro and Bar. We're live here in Hattiesburg at Walk-Ons. Uh, tonight we're going to recap uh, loss last week to Wayne County. We're going to preview this week's region matchup against the Pascagoula Panthers, a team we haven't seen, uh, we haven't played Two in years. a while, been two, two has it years. been two years. Two years or four years, four years maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Um, and it's going to be a fun night. We're going to have a good time. We've got people here. Um, we appreciate all of you watching online, and uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. Definitely watch us through uh, Facebook Live, Hattiesburg High School Athletics Facebook page, or HattiesburgTigers.com, uh, or come join us every Tuesday night at seven right here at Walk-Ons Bistro and Bar in Hattiesburg. I also want to tell you I've got my, uh, got my stream up here, so if you've got questions for Coach Vance or you've got comments, you just want to shout out, you want to check in, whatever, let us know. Um, I'll, I'll read it and we'll talk about it, and uh, I'll let Coach Vance answer all the questions that you want to ask. So uh, uh, interact with us here, chime in, let us know you're watching. Coach Vance, head coach Tony Vance right here. How's it going, Coach? Thanks for being here. It's going good, man. It's October, and uh, you said that while it's October 1st, I thought about one of my favorite baseball players of all time, Mr. October. Mr. October. You know who Mr. October was, right? Mr. October was. Come on now. Uh, I don't think he knows. Was it, was it Ricky? No. Okay, who was it? Reggie Jackson. Reggie, not Ricky. Mr. October. I was thinking Ricky Jackson. <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a Saints fan. I was thinking <laughs> Anyway, go Saints. Who anyway, that? Who that? yeah, who that? Yeah. Who I, thought you, I thought you. I thought you were a Raiders night. fan. I am. My wife's a Saints fan. That's so. right. Well, she's the smart so one. Monday night, I was a Saints fan. We knew she was the smart one. Yeah. Never thought I would see a Sean Payton team not score a touchdown, win a game. Four field goals. My house was divided Monday. Deuce is a Cowboys ah, fan. He sure is. Wife's a Saints fan. He went to bed early, so uh, <laughs> he knew it was over. Yeah. He knew it was over. Yeah. All that trash they were talking. Oh he, man, it was, it was bad. He knew it was over. Um, well, let's, let's get started. Let's talk about this week in the state of the program outside of, uh, outside of Hattiesburg football. I know you're doing some research before you got here. Yep. Um, let us know what's going on. All right, so volleyball is wrapping up. Uh, regular season's uh, about over. They're starting the playoffs. Our volleyball team did finish second, so they'll be in the playoffs. Uh, they'll be going to East Central uh, next week to get ready for um, – we got October the, October seventeenth. October seventeenth in yeah. two weeks. Get ready for uh, the first round of playoffs at East Central. So I think they may have one or two regular season games left before that. But wrapping they've up, already, they've wrapping already up got the number two uh, number two seed wrapped yep, up. That was the number two seed. So uh, congratulations to our volleyball team, our coaches, and definitely our players. Uh, great job this year, bouncing back with a relatively young team, and uh, you know getting to the playoffs. So excited about that. Uh, Cross country, uh, middle school cross country is going to be running on the 21st. Uh, and then we start uh, our region uh, cross country meet will be on the 24th. So good with that. And uh, You know how far they run? They just run. They just run. <laughs> they just run. I believe it's a 5K, it's isn't a 5K, it? It's a 5K. It's a 5K through yeah. the woods. Yep. It's way too far for me or you to run. Yeah. I'd probably ride a bike. Oh, well, there. maybe. Yeah. If it was a motorized bike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, uh, go ahead. Yep, and uh, swimming. Swimming's got to meet uh, next week. So uh, starting to wrap up some of our fall sports and uh, moving to our, our winter sports. Basketball's right up on us. Uh, October 14th start date for uh, varsity basketball, both boys and girls. So looking forward to that as well. So, 
You uh, both of those teams made the playoffs last year, right? Made the final four. Made the final four yeah, last boys year. Boys and girls made the final four last and year. And so. so, is this the first year that they're going to do it um, at the college arenas? Yeah, for okay. basketball. At, at, for basketball, not going to uh, do it at uh, at the big house anymore no, in Jackson. They, they've been they've bounced it back and forth. Where they let the girls play one year at Jackson State, and then the boys then and get hold the finals at the big house. And uh, this year, I think they finally moving it to uh, some uh, college. Venues. Yeah, so they'll do it. I think kind of the way football has been doing it, they'll do it at Ole Miss, they'll do it at State, and uh, I'm sure at some point probably do it down here at USM too. So, uh, so that that'll be interesting, and that's fun. And you know, you know from experience, and your kids know what it's like, uh, what kind of experience it is to go and dress in those locker rooms yeah. and play at those arenas, and uh, and 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 that was a lot of fun. You yeah, talk a little bit about a lot that of times experience. Once in a lifetime experience for those kids, man. A lot of time for coaches as well. So it was a great experience. Uh, you know, it's one of the things that uh, was highly debated. You know, when MHSA decided to move the games, uh, the state championship games from Jackson and football to uh, the colleges, the universities throughout the state. But you know, the overall experience that the kids get, you know, uh, for some it's worth it. And you know, on the other side of that coin is. You know, well, now we have to travel so far. But, you know, uh, you know you're not going to ever make anybody. Everybody always happy, so you have to just try to do what you think's best. And, you know, for the experience those kids get, I think it pays off. Well, we traveled a long way. I mean, that was probably the furthest trip we could have, we would have had to make, I guess, because yeah. USM State and Ole Miss. And we, we went up to Ole Miss and played, but uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like it wasn't that bad, and it was, I think, well worth it for those yeah, kids to get that was. experience. And a uh, great trip for some of them, yeah. the first time they've been to that part of the state. Uh, some of them the first time they've been on Ole Miss's campus. So um, you got to see a lot, a lot of different parts of uh, the country up through there. So mm-hmm. uh, it was fun. And a lot of those kids will uh, – So Drew Causey out there. Oh, we got Coach Causey yeah. out here. Uh, Oak Grove head coach Drew Causey <laughs> out here through the window messing with Coach Vance. Um, but, yeah, for a lot of those kids, they'll never, they'll never get an opportunity to be on a field like that. Right. And so uh, – so that was that was a a big deal for yeah. them, and, and we actually got dressed in Ole Miss's yeah, we're the home team yep. locker room. So it was pretty cool for those kids. Well, that's awesome, Coach. And so let's let's talk about last week's right. game. Um, tough loss to Wayne County, thirty-eight twenty-two. We we start the season oh uh, excuse me zero and one in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, it was another game of two halves, really. Went into yeah. halftime uh, down seventeen to eight off a of big run from Cortland Harris, uh, seventy-five or so yard touchdown run. Um, where he made some – he looked good. Yeah. And, and Cortland had a great game. We'll talk about him in a minute. But just kind of talk about uh, we weren't able to keep up in the second half, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, hats off to Coach uh, Yandy and those guys at Wayne County. They got some guys that can make some plays for him, and uh, they did that. You know, the quarterback, I knew going in he was going to be a tough guy to tackle, uh, you know, just a powerful runner. And, uh, you know, just reminds you a lot of uh, – guy we've had here running the football just uh, tough to tackle and uh and they were able to make some plays and they had some big backs that were able to break some tackles and uh put the ball in the end zone you know uh, just field position first half was just terrible for us you know it's like we started inside the 10 every time and uh, yeah you know and didn't think we were gonna ever get out of the first half first quarter <laughs> with yeah. the penalties i, I mean it was quite it was a like, few i talked to guys i'm gonna call that holding and stuff out now we're gonna be here a while so uh, i think they they let up a little bit in the second half. But yeah. It was a lot of penalties, and, uh, you know, I think they had more than we did. But, you know, it was one of those games where those officials, uh, they kind of, you know, they may be watching, but, you know, they kind of wanted everybody to know they was there. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> and, and, you know, in high school sports, sometimes yeah. that happens where the officials kind of – I can say it, you you can't. But the officials sometimes will kind of take over a game. Yeah. And, 
Um, we saw a little bit of that at Laurel this year, too, you know, yeah. where the officials kind of take over a game. But Chad and I, it was me and uh, myself and Chad Davis on the call this week, and um, it, we talked about that. It was kind of a flag fest there yeah. in the first half, first quarter. And, uh, and, and it came back around a little bit toward the end of the yeah, game, too. And, and think about when that happens, man, it's hard for kids getting a rhythm on either team. You know, right. Just, uh, now they're playing a lot timid and – they're scared to, you know, they're going to call for holding or, you know, blocking the back or whatever the case may be. And, you know, and I'm one of those. If it's there, fine. It affects the play. You need to call it. But if it's some way away, you know, it doesn't affect the play. Talk yeah. to the kid. Let them go. And that's, right. you know, but uh, that's just me. And, uh, you know, I'm a former official. I'm a, I officiated basketball 15 years. So, I get it. Yeah. I do. But uh, two calls I've never seen called in 20-something years. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, there was one that, and I don't remember exactly what it was. There Probably was one that, that you quit. Yeah, so yeah. so that was that was what we we couldn't figure it out either. Yeah. They called a false start on kickoff. Is that what they before yeah. we even really set? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And so you know, I'm, I was down at the other end, you know, talking to our kick communicate with my kicker, kind of let them know I want the ball. Mm-hmm. And I look up and we got one running out the field. I see the flag. I was like, y'all don't tell me we have a twelve out there. And, Look up, like, oh, we didn't have a 10. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, in we fact, we only, no, we yeah, had 10, I right. think. Yeah. And so I was like, what's the flag for? And uh, so I called timeout, like, what's the flag? And uh, but the coach, it's a false start because one of your players stepped over the line, you know, before the ball was kicked. And the rule says you can't be past the 35 yard line. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't be on it. You got to be in front of the 35 yard line before the ball was kicked. So, you know, you have time to settle and get set as long as you're yeah. not taking off past the 35 before the ball kick. And I'm not yeah. even sure they're ready for play was that blown. And the flag came out, and I was like, I'd never seen that call. And, um, yeah. You know, but that's as kind of like, officials and kind, like – Kind of like when an offensive tackle runs up to the line and then realizes he's passed the ball and has to back up. Yeah. If the ball hasn't been snapped or, if you know, if he hasn't set, if right. he's not set, then you can adjust. Or, you know, coming out of timeout, you're exactly right. But, you know, I don't know um, – they threw that and like never heard of that one. That's the first time I've ever seen that car. It's pretty yeah. pretty. Yeah. I thought. And uh but after doing a little homework on it, uh, that wasn't the right call. Okay. You know, uh, if the ball had been kicked and he right. was crossing, then yeah. Uh but nevertheless, uh and then the other one they called um <laughs> Wayne County had an injured player on the field. I subbed out one of our defensive players mm-hmm. and the official was like, Coach, you can't do that. I said, How come I can sub anytime? You know, he's a coach, you do, I'm going to throw a flag. I said, I'm about to sub that kid out. <laughs> you know, I said, I'm subbing him out. You know, he's loafing, I'm going to sub him out. Yeah. And just as sure as I subbed him, he threw a flag. Yeah. And I said, okay, what's the flag for? He said, I'm sports. I'm like, I said, on who? It's on you. I said, for what? He said, you're taking advantage of the situation. I said, okay, what rule am I breaking? You know, yeah. you got an injured player on the field. We're going to be here for a minute. I can sub, you know, and again, after doing my research, I was right. Okay. Again, you can sub at any point in the game. Yeah. You know, so it's not a unsportsmanlike so that's, call. <clears throat> that's the unsportsmanlike that we didn't understand. Yeah. So, so there were there were two that we <laughs> we didn't get. We didn't yeah. know what was going on. I, I mean, I knew well, that they called false start you on were, the kickoff. Y'all were the only one. Officials didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Either. All right. Well, we'll stop bashing <laughs> officials now. Uh, David Curry is is watching. He says, "Birdville baby." Uh, Jim Grubbs is watching. Um, and we got we do have a question coming up. We'll get to it in, in just right. a couple of minutes. But um, talk about again. I, I thought I thought the defense played pretty solid. Um, I thought you know it still kind of took a little bit for the offense to get going. And and I do you feel like 
there was some fatigue in the defense toward the end of the game? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, again, you know, way too many snaps for our defensive guys. But, you know, I look out there and I see some guys, you know, continuing to get better each and every week. And that's the thing that, again, you know that, okay, we're going to be okay eventually. But just continue to get better, continue to work, and, uh, you know, have a chance to get some guys out there and play a lot. So, uh, Gordon Harris, one of those guys, you know, I mean, just, you know, he's going to be a much better football player, you know, because of what he's doing, I guarantee you. And so, again, we talk about the fatigue. What, what have we got to do just in general to, to kind of get the offense going? What do you, what do you, what's going on there? Well, I think just execute. You know, we got, again, you know, when we win, it's because we're doing a pretty good job on the offensive front most mm -hmm. of the time. And, and when we're not winning, it's because we're not executing very well, whether it's, you know, not pass protected, not run blocking well, or not catching the ball, or not hitting the hole. So, at the end of the day, a lot of time is, you know, uh, execution and, effort and that's just part of it but we just got to keep working at it man and you know push those guys each and every day to get better and you know we got to do a better job as coaches and you know so everybody's in it together so it's not you know one thing I could point the finger at it's all us in there together and we've all got to do a better job let's just stick to the plan that's it that's it it's stick a process it. so trust it and keep working and keep grinding and uh you know that's what we're gonna do well and it's worked for you for years yeah you I mean, know, it, you know it's worked so and, and it'll work again it, you know i'm reminded my first couple of years here and you know we went through what we had to go through and we fought through it and uh we did things the right way and you know look where it got us so you know we're back there now just trying to make sure we're doing things the right way foundation's been laid and uh we're gonna build on it and keep working and uh you know these younger kids that we're playing they're gonna grow up and uh you know the ones that are not very experienced they're gonna get better as we go they're definitely getting experience right now. Yep. Yep. They're getting experience right now. And um, we talked about Cortland. I thought Cortland mm -hmm. play, did a really good job on both sides of the ball, but especially running the ball. He was kind yeah. of forced into action, got got the yeah. load of the carries. And um, I, I thought that he did a good job. Yeah, he did. You know, we know we're going to get from Cortland when he gets out there, man. And uh, he's one of those guys that, you know, you know giving himself for the team. And uh, we needed him on defense. And he's accepted that willingly. And we're scared <laughs> to give him some carries on offense. So, uh you know, he kind of cramped there lately, but, you know, he probably had 80 snaps, though, mm -hmm. you know, or more. Right. So, uh, that's to be expected sometimes. And, you know, I thought you were going to ask, what can we do about this cramping? I was like, man, let's get out of September and get in October. Maybe some cooler weather would help, too. Well, I was going to so. say, it is October, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it no, yet. I, I, I mean, think the cool front's coming next week, I hope. Okay. So. And, it, and it wasn't terrible. Chad and I talked, you know, the, the weather was decent. But down on the field, you know, it's hotter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there, there's some cramping. And, and we talked – you know, it's funny because we talked on probably episode three of Tiger Talk about our team. We haven't seen the cramps. Yeah. We yeah. haven't seen it. And so here lately we've seen it a little bit. Yeah. And, um, again, you talk about kind of fatigue and you talk about one unit being on the field longer than yeah. the other. And then we've got some guys that are playing both ways yeah. right now. And, and that plays a factor yep. too. But definitely. But we're not the only team cramping either. I mean, yeah. the other teams are doing yeah. that too. But um, Jordan was – Jordan Willis, a little up and down. Mm -hmm. But I uh, thought he finished – fairly well um what what you see from him just same thing each week you know um you know some plays that you know he's not executing the way we want him to execute but he bounces right back and he makes some plays and you see bright spots and you know things that you know a year from now mistakes he won't make mm -hmm. you know uh, i call him growing pain so yeah uh but the kid's a winner man he is uh you know he's one of those guys that you want on your team you know he's one of those guys you want in your locker room you want around you and, uh, you know, high-character kid, man, just, uh, you know, great, great individual, man. And uh, he's one of those guys going to be a winner in life, man. And, uh, you know, we're excited about the future with him. 
he comes out and gives you what he's yeah, got. No you doubt. Know, he he, no he doubt. comes out and gives you what he's got, or whether it's going going good or bad, he yep. he's going to come out and give you the next uh, yep. the next play. And he's not one of those guys going to hang his head. He's going to take coaching, and you know he's going to go out there and try his best. And you know that's how you ask a kid do. Yep. Uh, I thought Nakari Gray did a good job <clears throat> as well, uh, carrying the other the other yep. part of that load. Um, uh, Friday night. Yeah, another great kid, job. man. Just a, a great, great human being he is. Uh, he's another one of those guys that, you know, you want on your team, you want in your locker room. Uh, just a really good kid, man. And two kids that you never have to worry about teachers calling you about mm -hmm. or saying, hey, he was late for class. Hey, he needs to get his grades up. You know, those guys are, you know, they're studs when it comes to those things, man. They do things the right way. Yep. And I know that's something that you value in your program, <clears throat> no even doubt. over even over you know athletic ability and and playing and all that. I mm -hmm. mean, I know you value that in your yep. program, and that, again, that's part of the reason that you've been successful um, and that your teams have been successful. But you've got <clears throat> you know even when things aren't going well, you know we're one and four, zero uh, one in the region, and and again, it's not over by by far. But you've got a ton of guys that give you a hundred percent. I yeah, mean, you got yeah. Chance Duckworth, oh, you yeah. got Tomasio Robinson, yeah. you got guys that are going to give you a hundred percent. And that's the thing, man. Those guys, I'm going to ask them to do. Let's get out here and give your best, and uh, you know, let's continue to work to get better, and let's gain the meaningful experience we need to move forward. And uh, yeah, that's what we're doing, man. And uh, you know, still excited every day to go to practice and get better. Absolutely. Um, I thought going back to kind of how the <clears> defense played, I thought they played well. We, we mentioned that. I thought it was two weeks in a row now that teams have thrown on us more than they, they normally do. I don't know how many times Wayne County threw the ball, but it seemed like they were really testing you now. Yeah. You did a good job against it. Yeah. Um, but is there something – do you see something that's enticing teams to throw? Uh, maybe our seven-man box. Maybe. That may be it. <laughs> yeah. That may be it. We're playing a lot of man coverage, uh, zero coverage, and just uh, we're challenging our DBs to cover guys, and we're committing the rest of them to try and stop the run, especially when you play a team like Wayne County that's a heavy run team. Mm -hmm. So, uh, And when you do that, you're going to give up some plays. Guys are going to give up plays at times, and that's just part of it. You know? and, and I thought they did they did so, great against Cameron Norman made a great play in yeah. the first quarter uh, yeah. to knock a, a sure touchdown pass away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought they did a really good job. Uh, just It's just a little confusing to me that, that these run-heavy teams <laughs> have been throwing the ball so much. Yeah. And, again, I think it's something that, that you kind of invite. I mean, yeah. you know, it's yeah. one of those things that – we're gonna we're gonna try to stop the run and, and we dare you to pass on us yeah. and you know you can you can try it if you want. And it's one of those deals where we're playing a team that's an 85, 90 percent run team. You know we're gonna commit to stopping the run and mm -hmm. you know we're gonna take our chances in the secondary. So mm -hmm. uh, just what we're gonna do. Well, and we knew that that wasn't uh, Wesley's game. You right. know that wasn't his thing. Yeah. And um, and again, it, it worked out yep. pretty well for us in that respect. You yep. know, uh, I thought the defense did did a good job. Um, Tell me what some positives that you saw out of this game, some, some positives that we haven't mentioned already. I think a lot of them we talked about already, but I think just the growth. You know, uh, adversity is one of those things that I talk to our team all the time about, how you deal with adversity. When things aren't going the way you want them to go, uh, and certain seasons not going the way we want it to go, uh, you know, but how are you going to deal with it as an individual, as a human being, as a young man, you know, how are you going to deal with adversity and move forward? And that's one of the things I, I told him after the game, you know, I'm thankful for the adversity I've had in my life because it's made me a better person. And they'll look back and we'll overcome this as a team and uh, we'll deal with adversity and we'll be better because of it. So uh, in time as a team, you can face adversity and overcome it. Uh, whether you win or lose, you learn to overcome and deal with adversity. That's an important factor in life, you know, is overcoming things. Uh, and I tell them all the time, man, I wish I could tell y'all that losing a football game would be the worst thing that ever happens to you in life. Right. But it's not. 
you know, and I'd be lying to you, but you know, uh, and if, if losing a football game is the worst thing that ever happened to you in life, good you're going to have a great life. Yeah, good for you. So, you know, we try to keep it in perspective for them and uh, just make them understand that you're going to deal with adversity in life. Things are not going to always go the way you want them to go. And uh, how you deal with it, you know, it's not about, you know, what happens to you, it's about how you deal with what happens to you. So I see our guys growing mentally from, you know, the adversity we've had to face throughout these first four or five games. And, uh, you know, yet still they come back every week ready to work, ready to get better. And uh, that's telling me that they're learning to deal with adversity. There's something to that saying that yeah. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, that's it. right? That's it. Anything that doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. So. There's something yep. to that. Um, and then, again, on, on the other side, what are some things that you're working on right now? What are some things that you you, you think that we're, we're right there, just, just got to get? I think, you know, one thing we work on constantly is tackling. Mm -hmm. Every day we're going to do some form of tackling at practice. Uh, we're going to block every day. And up to me, at the end of the day, when you throw schemes out the windows and all the X's and O's, you got to block and tackle. You know, uh, as much as football has changed, those two things are remaining constant. you got to yeah. be able to block. you got to be able to tackle. You know, but outside of those, man, working on some daily – drills and some fundamentals just you know from ball security to you know take away you know learn teach them how to take the ball away and uh just things of those nature every day you know uh, you know just technique and uh those things we're going to continue to work on and uh and build on and you know just hope you know that we get to clicking at the right time absolutely let's get uh got one question here from Deonica and anthony jordan uh do you worry about starting one and four oh and one do you worry about the fan base turning or or, or kind of backing away or do you think that that they're still fairly strong will be all I right I think our true Tiger fans gonna be there whether we 14 and 1 or 14 or 15 or you know 0 and 9 you know that's what I expect uh you know, that's what I expect from my fan base yeah. great question uh you know and to our fan base you know if you're truly our fans come support these guys through the good and bad it does matter you know whether you're there cheering them on or not uh it does matter what you say you know, uh, your comments matter. Uh, they hear it. They see it on face, uh, social media. Uh, you know, some of them live with those negative comments. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I ask people, this is what I ask our fan base, what's going to help us win first? You supporting us and being positive or you not supporting us and being negative? Which one's going to help us be successful? Yeah. And I guarantee you, I know the answer to that question. Absolutely. You supporting us and being positive, what's going to help us be successful? So, uh, you know, does it matter? Yes, it matters uh, whether or not you come to the game. Uh, do I worry about our fans, our fan base turning on us, you know, I can't control that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I can control, you know, what we do each and every day as coaches, how hard we work, uh, what we demand of our players. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if, you know, you're a high school football fan and all you care about is winning and losing, you probably need to look in the mirror. Yeah, absolutely. It's A lot of it is about the kids. Yep. And, and, you know, a lot of these people that are at these games are parents and yeah. aunts and uncles and family. And, yeah. um, and I tell people all the time, you know, you sit there and you judge or talk about that's somebody's child and they're yeah. out there giving their best. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times, <laughs> you know, for some of the people you hear from, you know, you go back and go, how good of a high school football player were you really yeah, when you played? right. And some of them were great high school football players, you know, and some of them. I don't know. Well, yeah. high school football has changed a little bit, too. You know, It has, it, but, you know, that's part of it. And, uh, you know, the social media, the different outlets that you have now to watch a game, whether you're in the stands or not. You know, uh, I remember playing, and my school was never on the news, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, mm -hmm. And here it is. You know, we're blessed to be in a place where, you know, we're on the, we're on the news weekly. So, um, but we're relevant. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, uh, 
We're just uh, we're gonna keep working hard. I can tell our fan base that our players are gonna continue to work, our coaches are gonna continue to work. We're not gonna quit. We're not gonna give up. And I think uh, in the end, you'll be happy with the product. Absolutely. There's more. There's wins on the schedule. I mean, there, there are more wins on the schedule. It's not over by a long shot. I was <laughs> figuring it up today. We're we're right at the halfway mark in the yeah. regular season. So um, there there are wins on the schedule, and these are the games that matter. Uh, so that was a great question. Yeah. Appreciate you asking that. If you got other questions, we'll answer those too. So just let us know. Uh, I do want to thank our sponsors real quick right here before we talk about uh, this upcoming game this week. I want to go to our sponsor page. We got uh, Hattiesburg Coca-Cola, the first, the National Banking Association, Forest General Hospital, Clyde Bryant, State Farm Insurance, First Bank, uh, Forest County Board of Supervisors, the City of Hattiesburg, uh, Walk-Ons Bistro and Bar, Payne Company, Southern Bone & Joint, Petro Nissan, <laughs> Nissan uh, Southeast Mississippi Rural Health Initiative, McDonald's, Economy Supply, Hancock Whitney Bank, and there's still some blank space on this page if you want to be a sponsor. So you can definitely, definitely do that. And it's not just for football. Um, no. you, these sponsor packages that you, that you do and give out um, are for all sports. So you're going to get – We have different sponsorships for right. each sport. And, you know, our basketball season is ready to start up, and they'll have some sponsorship opportunities for you too. So, you know, go see Coach Jackson, Coach Watson, and uh, I'm sure they'll be glad to see you. Absolutely. Yep. I do want to mention too here at Walk-Ons, they've been great to us. We talk about them every week. Uh, the menu item that I want to pick out this week <laughs> that I want to mention is one that John has just been rubbing in my face for like three weeks now is the, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap. Every week, John gets a buffalo chicken wrap, and he tears that thing up. All the <laughs> stuff on the menu, that's what he goes for. He's over here shaking his head right now. So uh, you got to try it. My, my daughter got it last week. She loved it. So you got to try it. It's the buffalo chicken wrap here at Walk-Ons. And you got to get the waffle fries, right, John? Got to get the waffle fries. They're, they're awesome. So get the, get the buffalo chicken wrap, get the waffle fries. Come up here. Give these guys, give these guys a shot if you've never been. If you have, give them, an, yeah. give them another shot. Come back up here. These, they're super nice. They always come back here and talk to us whenever we are setting up and breaking down, and uh, they take care of us, so yeah. we really appreciate them. Uh, all right, Coach, let's move on to this week's game. All right. Back in action this week, back at D.I. Patrick Stadium, yeah. right, back yeah. home. Uh, we're going to face the Pascagoula Panthers. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple things going on this week at home. Tell I want to mention, too. So, Tell uh, Friday's going to be our pink-out game. Okay. Well, we're uh, make sure we, uh, you know uh, – have our uh, council awareness night. You know, um, I think, you know, I tell kids all the time, and most people you know have been affected by cancer one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Or if you haven't been, chances are you will be, um, you know. But uh, so we definitely, you know, uh, I lost a sister to breast cancer a few years back. So uh, it's definitely one of those things that, you know, we take seriously and we want to make sure we do everything we can to recognize and bring awareness to it. Uh, but we've got that going on. It's our pink out game Friday night. Uh, I think we're scheduled to have uh, our helicopter come in and drop the game ball off. Oh, sweet. Uh, so that should be something to be there for kids to get there and get a chance to see the helicopter. About 630, I think that's supposed to be going on. Well, last uh, year they came in and dropped their coach off. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> that was fun. But uh, that'll be about 630 on practice field. So come out and, uh, you know, see that happening. Uh, Friday night uh, at 6.30. Uh, second thing we've got going on, our state uh, boys track team were state champions, so we'll be doing our state championship ring presentation at halftime Friday night. So uh, that'll be something definitely we want people to come out and enjoy and take a part of and watch us uh, honor those uh, guys for hard work and winning back-to-back -back state championships. So uh, those two things we got going on, two or three things we got going on this Friday. So come on out and 
enjoy it and uh, take part in it and uh, wear your pink. Wear your pink. Pink out. We yep. had uh, Miss Celeste Brown on here last week to talk about breast cancer awareness and her nonprofit, uh, The Pink Lady. And if you didn't watch that, go back to last week's episode of Tiger Talk. Watch that. Check that out because that was great information to her. You can skip the Coach Vance stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but definitely watch the, the part where, where Miss Celeste is talking and uh, talks about breast cancer awareness and what to look for and that kind of stuff. Um, all right. So the Panthers, two and three on the season coming off of a, a loss to PRC, and they're on a three-game losing streak right now. Yeah. Uh, they won their first two, I think, Moss Point and Ocean Springs, yes, I believe. that's right. And then they've lost the last three. Um, they average 21 points a game, and they like to do it on the ground. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, they got uh, a couple of running backs there that they like to ride, number yeah. seven, Walker, number 32, yeah. Barnes. What, seven's what the guy. Seven's you know, the guy. Seven's the guy, uh, and he's really good. Uh, he is. He'll be one of the better backs we've seen this year. Uh, and he's kind of do-it-all guy, too. Uh, they'll, they'll put him in a few different places on the field and get the ball to him. And uh, you know, But he's a really good running back. Uh, and he can do some things with the ball in his hands. So, uh, you know, he's the guy that we've got to stop or slow down at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, offensively, they're going to they're line up and they're going to get in some too tight, 22 personnel, two back, two tight end. And, they're going to come down here and, you know, bloody your nose and see how much you like playing football. Big boy uh, football. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to do that a lot. Uh, they will get in the shotgun some, but that's not where they're going to make their living. They're going to line up and under center and run the football. That's what they want to do. So, uh, you know, in this time, uh, we talk about high school football has changed. And yeah. in this, this day and age of high school football, you don't honestly don't see a lot of teams go under center anymore. You don't, and uh, that's the thing I think that sometimes makes that stuff difficult to defend because yeah. it's hard to duplicate it in practice. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's what they like to do offensively. Defensively, they're going to be another, you know, odd front, three-man front with uh, some big old guys on the defensive line, number 92 and I think 97 is the other one. But they got some big guys on the defensive front, man, and uh, another team going, you know, they're going to stack the box and make you throw the football. Now, do they come after the quarterback? Or are they they gonna do blitz. They, they, run, they run multiple blitzes. Uh, okay. We were sitting there watching film Sunday and, just, you know, I think Coach was up to about six or seven different blitzes that they're going to run. So, they're going to blitz and stun a lot. So, you know, we're going to have to make sure that our offensive linemen head are up and, you know, they're taking their keys and uh, executing their assignments, keeping our quarterback off the ground. How did Going, going back to last week, and, and it kind of relates to this mm-hmm. week, but um, we talked about how good Wayne County's defensive line yeah. is. Did, did you feel like the offensive line did okay against them? I feel like overall they probably held their own. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, you know, you want them to play better, but – you know, we were able to do some things, you know, running the football against them and, uh, you know. Uh, but, you know, uh, I think we're getting better there. I think we're getting a constant five. And we wrote, that's a group we rotated six or seven guys all year. And so I think we're starting to try to find, find five that, you know, can get there and get some chemistry built. And, you know, and uh, that's a tough thing to do when you're, when you're starting four new guys on the offensive line is just trying to find the right five and, uh you know, I don't know if we start the same five in a game. Any game. Yet. You know, whether it be injury or, you know, another guy's produced better in practice or whatever the case may be. I think it's almost been a different five every week. So, uh, that's one of those deals, man. And the reason I asked that is because I thought that they did. I, yeah. I, I thought they did did a pretty good job against yeah. those guys. Cause I think that, we gave up one sack. Yeah. I think that was late. So, right. Yeah. That defensive line was getting after it. I oh, mean, yeah. you, you could see. And, yeah. uh, and I thought they did a decent job against yeah. them. Yeah. And, and the other part of the reason I ask is – uh, good practice for this week. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. it's we our guys have seen now a couple of teams that are going to come after oh, you, yeah. and uh, you know, they're yeah. only, like we said a while ago, they're only going to get better from it. it. 
And so we can get we can get five, six guys that are consistent up there. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think, you know, they're only going to get better from that. Yeah, that's the thing. You get so spoiled when you've had, you know, like you go back to the last two years, you've had, you know, your John Miners and Reginald Wilsons and, you know, Demetrius Allen and, uh, you know, those guys that started for three, four years, you know, and um, they graduate them guys. And now you got a new group. You kind of get spoiled with that group of veterans, man. And now you got a totally new group. So, uh, you know, but, you know, those guys are working hard. They are. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit and act like they're not. They're working hard to get better. And uh, Coach Nelson's pushing them to get better. And uh, that's all you can do. I tell you from experience, offensive line high school football is not easy. No. <laughs> it's not an easy position to play because there, there are some freaks on the defensive yep. side in, in high school football, and uh, it's not easy to block Normally those guys. Normally your better athlete's not going to be on the offensive line. Your right. better athlete's going to be over there chasing the quarterback on the defensive line. So uh, it's not it's not an easy position to coach. you got five guys. you got five moving parts there, and, you know, you got to try to watch all five of them. And uh, that's a tough job for offensive line coach to do. Uh, he's responsible for more guys on the field at any given time than anybody else. And a lot of so. people think that it's just snap the ball and block yeah. the guy in front of you, but it's not. <laughs> There's so much scheme, and you got to have all five guys doing the same yeah. thing. Yep. And it's, again, I, I only know this because I, I did it, but, yeah. you know, it, a lot of people don't understand just how much goes into that offensive line. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. So uh, it's not easy. And, and you do, because it's so much about scheme and, and – uh, you know, and that kind of stuff, yeah. it, it, you get better. Yeah. It does get better. Yeah. Um, technique and, and that kind of thing, it gets better at the more you do it. And uh, so you, you talked about the the running backs. They got a quarterback. Uh, it looked to me like they start a freshman, number 10. He is a freshman. I yeah. talked to a coach this week. He is a freshman, and uh, they're excited about him moving forward too. So uh, we're going to have to try to make him as uncomfortable as possible come Friday. How does he look on film to you? Uh, he's going to be okay. He is. I think, you know, you can tell he's a freshman, some of the things he does. And you tell he's a first-year starter. But uh, he does a good job of managing the offense and, uh, you know, not getting them in binds. So, that's the thing. A lot of times we got young quarterback. You want them to be more of a manager and just, you know, learn to manage the game. And later on, depend on them to win some games for you with the feet or with the arm. Yeah, and, you know, and it it probably makes it a little bit easier on him when you do play that big boy downhill football Mm -hmm. where he just got to turn around and hand it off. Yeah, yeah. You don't ask him to do too much, Mm -hmm. and and he won't won't make too many mistakes. That's true. Um, At what point – now, again, 0-1 in the region, that's it. Mm -hmm. But at what point do you start to think, all right, we got to get some wins? Oh, I mean, I know I, – look, I know I know now. Yes, but, now. <laughs> but, you know, at, at what point is it critical? I mean, you've, you've played yeah. – you've been in this region for several years yeah. now. And, and yeah. I mean, how many wins does it take usually? Four wins is what you're going to normally have to have to get in the playoffs. Okay. You know, uh, sometimes you can get in with three division wins. But, you know, typically you get four division wins and you're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, so, um, you know, certainly we want to win the rest of ours. But, uh, you know, but so – you know, there's not a game on our schedule where we can say, oh, man, we, we can afford to lose that one. We mm-hmm. can't afford to lose anymore. Right. You know, we got to try to go out and win every last one we got left. Yep. Yeah, and the reason I ask that question is to let people know that this we got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. we got we a do. long way to go. Yeah. And like I said, there are wins on this schedule. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. I guarantee it. Um, if, if we don't win another game, you can, you can come to me and <laughs> tar and feather me if you want. But, I, I mean, there are wins on this schedule. Um, so, so we're going to be fine. It's a long way from over. Um, how's practice been this week? Not bad. You know, uh, of course, had JV game yesterday. So, short day. Monday is more of a preparation day for us. Just, you know, kind of showing them what we're going to face this week and working some special team things. Um, you know, today 
better practice today, I thought, and, you know, looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. People, people too want to know about the future of Hattiesburg. What, what's your JV look like? I mean, are they, um, they getting, they're getting good work. Um, yeah, they are. We, uh, you know, we didn't play ninth grade football this year, uh, so we combined our ninth graders with our JV guys. So those guys have been fun to watch all year, and uh, you watch them; they've gotten better every year. And got the first win last night, so awesome. uh, that was exciting to watch them. You know, go out there and finally get a win in JV. And uh, those guys, and I tell people that's their Friday night. So yeah. you know, come out and support those guys and. You know, they enjoy it, but they get after it, man. They practice hard every day, and you get a chance to get them out there on, you know, JV night, and they get to play, and it's fun. Absolutely. Fun. Now, who did they play last night? A pedal. Pedal. Yep. Okay, so they got the first win against pedal. Yep. Awesome. It's fun. Now, what what was your reasoning for, and, and there may not be anything other than just not having enough kids, what was your reasoning for not doing high, uh, ninth grade? Well, I think the biggest thing just, you know, we've got some JV kids that we know not going to be varsity kids mm -hmm. and uh, not enough of them to just have a JV. Yeah, okay. Uh, then we had some ninth grade kids and probably not quite enough of them just to have a ninth grade. Gotcha. So it's kind of one of those combination of things. Let's combine them and play them all together. And uh, the advantage is given us, we've got to practice with them every day. They've been mm -hmm. practicing with us every single day. So, you know, when their time rolls around next year, they're going to be familiar with the way we practice and the way we do things, what we call it, and all that stuff. So uh, I think, you know, you'll see that pay off for us in a year or two. Yeah, and, and again, I think that's huge because uh, when I was in high school, you didn't get to practice with the high school team right. until the ninth grade season was over. Right. And so, so you didn't, you, maybe the last three games yeah. of the year, you know, you got to practice. That, that's awesome that yeah. they're getting to practice with guys like Jordan Willis mm -hmm. and Cortland Harris and, and these guys getting to see that and the work ethic and that kind of stuff to put in. And um, I, I, that's great. So, um, <laughs> Deuce texted me. Did he? Bring me some waffle fries. And you know what I want. <laughs> he wants waffle fries and uh, cheese. He, he's listening. Yeah, the cheese. Uh, oh, yeah, he wants the loaded waffle fries. Yeah, the fries. loaded waffle fries. That's another one that we'll have to talk about another day. <laughs> but the loaded waffle fries, he sat over there. And uh, while we were talking last, I think it was last week or week before, and Coach Vance was like, hey, save me some of those. We got done talking or got to the break, and they were gone. <laughs> Deuce tore them up. Oh, so they, they were gone. The loaded waffle fries are fantastic. Um, let's see. Tamika Jackson says number 55, Nemo. Uh, my dad's watching. My dad says, keep your head up, Coach. We're going to be fine. Oh, so, yeah. uh, we're, we're going to be just fine. One thing I do know now, to anybody ask me, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Absolutely. And you're looking at a tough guy, and we got a tough team. Absolutely. Uh, Friday night, D.I. Patrick Stadium. We're going to be back at home. Uh, we played well at home. Yeah. We yeah. played well at home. Uh, Oak Grove uh, game that we we're right there, should have yeah. won probably. And then uh, Jeff Davis County, we were able to get our first win. So Two we, losses at home since 2016. It's so. not bad. That's yeah. not bad at all. So, so we're going to be back there. Tickets are $7. Booster Club applications are $20, $30 with a T-shirt. Tiger stores open on Thursdays from 5 to 7. Well, let me tell you about Tiger stores. So actually, tell Tiger, about it. The Tiger stores actually open every day. Okay. So we're there, me and Ms. McIntyre, in the Tiger Center. So rather than just open it once a week, you're able to come to the Tiger Center. Our athletic offices are Monday through Thursday, you know, normally from 8 to 3. Okay. Uh, and then from 4 to 5. Uh, okay. We're normally there, uh, but typically 8 to 3, uh, Monday through Thursday. Uh, Fridays, you know, if you got to wait to Friday, then we normally shut down about 12. So 8 to 12 on Friday. So, so you got several opportunities coming. Purchase some Tiger merchandise. Now, I know at the first two home games, they had a table set up. Yeah. Uh, are they going to continue to do yeah, that? Yeah, I think we'll try to have a table set up uh, this Friday. So okay. we've had some wonderful people come out uh, from, you know, Four Points uh, Church, Pastor Chad, and help us out with those. And, you know, it's been great. We've had some parents to help us out. 
uh, you know, so it's been great having those volunteers. And uh, we're still looking for volunteers. So if you're looking to volunteer, come see us. I promise we can find something for you to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Every so. time I walk by that table, there's somebody buying something. Yeah, so, yeah, so. Uh, so that's been good. I think we set it up right there yeah. at the gate, and everybody sees it, and then so. kind of puts it on their mind. So, yeah. you know, hit the Tiger store for sure. Coach Vance will sell you something. Yep. Um, don't forget that uh, pink out game this week. Wear your pink to the game, breast cancer awareness. Uh, the helicopter is going to drop the game ball at 6.30 on the practice field. That's it. And then we got the state championship ceremony. You said we're doing that at halftime? At halftime. State championship ring ceremony at halftime of the game. So a lot going on this Friday, uh, even aside from having Pascagoula in town. So a lot going on. We're going to have a good time. Uh, I want to thank all of our sponsors again. I'll do it one more time. We'll call do it them one out. more time, man. Uh, Hasbro Coca-Cola, the first, the National Banking Association, Forest General Hospital, Clyde Bryant, State Farm Insurance, the, uh, the first bank, Forest County Board of Supervisors, the City of Hattiesburg, Walk-Ons Bistro and Bar, Payne Companies, Southern Bona Joint, Petro Nissan, South Mississippi Rural Health Initiative, McDonald's, Economy Supply, Hancock Whitney Bank. I uh, want to, again, invite everybody to come out to Walk-Ons Tuesday nights, Tiger Talk, 7 o'clock, we're here. want to encourage you to, uh, to watch us, uh, the stream online. We usually have anywhere from 1,000 to 1,300 views every week on it, so watch us. But if you watch live, chime in, let us know. We'll give you a shout-out. We'll ask Coach Vance all the, the hard questions that you want to ask him. Uh, this Friday night, listen to the game. We'll be on 92.7 FM, the score. Um, we'll be on HattiesburgTigers.com live stream and on Hattiesburg, uh, Hattiesburg High School Athletics Facebook page live stream. Uh, we've about got that thing figured out, and uh, it's, been, it's been doing really well the last couple yeah. weeks. So, so we're rolling on that pretty good. Coach, final thoughts? Just uh, looking forward to Friday night. Each Friday night is a new adventure for us, and uh, we're excited for the team out there, man. Let's see what they do come Friday night. So to all our Tiger fans, come on out and support these young men. Uh, they deserve it, uh, you know, and uh, – so, just looking forward to seeing you in the stands Friday night. Big guy Jordan Willis says, Go Tigers. Let's go, Joy. Jordan Willis. For John, myself, Coach Vance, I want to say thank you. Good night. Go Tigers.